Bam. We're live. Crazy how many uh, requests for the behind the scenes have poured in since. Uh, I wonder if the Google Drive still works. Copy. I mean, so many have poured in. Maybe I should should I try to um, send them out now? I didn't see all these. I wonder if the Google Drive still works. Here, I'll send out a few. Hey, what do you guys think about this? Um, what do you guys think about this? Trail. We're going to start having tons and tons of trailer content, like little snippets, bits, bits and bobs uh, from the show that we're going to use to promote. Oh, look, Ski Freak. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Uh, should sh Maybe I should make those available too in the Google Drive. Just give you guys a link to a Google Drive with like five clips in it and you guys can post away as much shit as you want. Right? Doesn't that seem like the way to do it? Oh, some of these are uh, people saying thank you. Didn't I tell you not to say thank you? Don't respond and say thank you. I don't, I, I don't have time for a thank you. What do you think? Hector, what's up? Uh, I don't know uh, how to buy a membership for my phone. I think of uh, Pavel. Hola, hola, amigo. Hola. Hola, como esta? Uh, activate the Sevon verse. Yeah, I, I mean, that's why not? Heidi, good morning. Yeah, I think that's the way. Um, I think that's the way to do it. Google Drive with your birthday videos is still live. Oh, is that from just a while back? You guys had a Google Drive with birthday videos? Hmm. Anyway. Uh, oh, look, another new member. Hey. Welcome. Another new member. What? How do you even say this guy's name? Has, has chick. Hey, chick. Has chick. Has chick. Paulina. A second. Good morning. Rhett, did it break? Paulina. Hi. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Slow and steady. Memberships just pouring in. I love it. Only 800,000 more to go until I'm just absolutely filthy, filthy rich. 800, uh, let me see. 803,742 more. I'll be patient. Uh, anyone who goes to Times Square for the ball drop is a psychopath. Oh. Have you done that, Allison? Have you done uh, Times Square ball drop? Brittany. Brittany Blohowiak. Blohowiak. Is that seriously? Brittany, seriously? Is that your last name? Blohowiak? I'm do uh, Blohowiak? What a crazy name. Let me see that. Uh, Blohowiak. Ray, I see Reagan Blohowiak. I don't see Brittany. Maybe I'll, I'm going to type in your first name. I might, that might be the new best uh, 
Is that that's a real name, everyone? Oh, I found you. Holy shit. There you are. Crazy. Oh, said I can't follow you. Of course I can't. Private. Oh, I found you. In front of the Coliseum. Hey, what's up? Thank you for the membership. We're shooting for um Jan 1, Monday, for the first episode for members. If only we could donate memberships, you'd be rich. Isn't that what we're doing? Someone fill me in. Someone clue me, clue me in. Is that sarcasm? Is that facetiousness? I make myself big. I get the whole screen. <laughs> uh, Sean Lenderman, I just took the RSV vaccine. I'm feeling a little weird. Well, uh, let me... Uh, hi, Caleb. Hello. What's the RSV vax? And should he be feeling weird? Uh, he's no, I so. me or he's feeling weird like it's fucking his, something got his ticker. He's probably fine. Uh, there you go. Let's see. I forgot what's up. Uh, respiratory syncytial virus. Uh, hey. I think they give that to kids and old people. You know how like shows will be like we none of us here can give medical advice over the show, right? And, like the, like there's this disclaimer. Do you ever heard a show do the opposite? I've never once in my life heard a show be like, just so you know, everything we say is 100 percent true and valid. You can take it to the bank. We are true medical professionals. Feel free to sue us if anything goes wrong. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're med at least one of us is a medical professional. Hi we're highly trained. For sure. The military trained me, at least. I'm super trained. Uh, Sevi surpassed 10 million views. Oh, on YouTube? Yeah, that's fun. Oh, nope. I thought he was about to sit down. Did you see that? Yeah. He, he was in for a second. Now he's out. He's got to make his morning morning brew. Maybe he went to get a tea. Let's see. Let's bring him back in. Oh, look, another member, CK Kevin. Hey. Wow. We we are uh we're oops, I, I may have done that. Oops, I may have done that too. God. Eight hundred uh seventy two thousand six hundred and one more members left before I'm so rich I don't know what to do with myself. What's up, dude? Good morning. How are you? Good. Are you in the schoolhouse? I am indeed. You let you let your kids tape stuff to the walls? Yeah. I I'm I'm kind of impressed that you allow that. It's a little weird for me, but yeah, it seems out of character for you. It probably is. Um, I'm gonna guess that that was a young girl. I'm gonna guess that's like a Robbie Reason thing that can get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah, that uh, that bottom one is reason coloring within the lines, and the one above, I think, is a Robbie attempt, which was they were kind of breakthrough moments in coloring. Yeah, I'm not judging Pencil you, but you're a little control. soft on those kids. Those kids have, have you wrapped around their finger. Those two, particularly, your two youngest daughters, uh, they have a strong hold on. They, the force is strong with those two. Right? Yeah, yeah, reason. and the big one, all of them, all of them, all <laughs> just of them. Gir the girls in general. 
man, yeah. Reason is a what a powerhouse. Well, we'll be seeing you today. We got Dude, a skate I'm, lesson after this, and then I think we're heading to the plane. I'm pumped. Oh, with Richie at the house. With Richie at the house. Yeah. Skate lesson. Richie. Isn't that the dude's name? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, Rich is coming here for the kids. Yes, indeed. Come on, buddy. I'm showing off my memory, and you're you're, yeah. you're making me, giving me anxiety. Yeah, Rich. Um, During the holiday, we just passed through the holiday season. Um, Christmas is the time when uh, Jesus died, right? That's his death? Right. Right. Is that true? Or is it the birthday? This is birth. Easter oh. is his death. Okay, birthday. Thank you. Easter is the resurrection. So, so he, uh, his birthday, and I think that um, in general, there's a consistency there with the holiday, right? Like, so we have like Martin Luther King Day is the day he was born, right? Those are usually, or George Washington Day is that the day he's born, or Lincoln Day is that the day he's born? Is that how all those? It's, yeah, it's, those are birthdays. Yeah. Birthdays. And yesterday I was reading about Kwanzaa. Did has it did anyone wish you happy Kwanzaa? Has anyone No, I didn't know that was still a thing. Dude, it, I was the guy who invented Kwanzaa. The story is absolutely nuts. It is more of a hoax than the vaccine or or equally of a hoax. This guy basically just made it up, but this guy's just a known kidnapper, torturer. Is that a word? Torturer? Can you be a torturer? Sure. And I was, it's so funny. A Kwanzaa was created in 1966 by Mulana Ron Karenga. By the way, his name is really like Robbie or something, Robbie Kinley. It's to reaffirm and restore African heritage and culture to introduce and reinforce Nguzu Saba and the seven principles. Well, what I was, I heard, I was reading some uh, interview from him and he basically was saying it's to push back against the white psychotic ho Christian holiday. But I was reading, it's so funny, the different accounts of this guy's life. I was reading in the uh, Washington Post. It's just, it's like, you know, it's a, it's three pages, the article. And one line in there was like, he's a convicted felon. But if you like go to his wiki page and start digging around and click some links, I mean, he full blown kidnapped women, took them down to the basement and did shit to him. You know what I mean? Like hot irons in their mouth, crushing their bones. Um, that doesn't mean you can't come up with a cool new holiday idea. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree, but <laughs> I, 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 for some reason, uh, call me a, a simple man, but I, the, the idea of celebrating someone and choosing their birthday just seems like I'm making the connection, right? Having some random guy who tortures people in his basement, pick a holiday for a whole group of people based on their skin color just sounds absolutely insane. Karingula, a secular humanist. What's that mean? He doesn't believe in God. No clue. Uh, challenged the sanity of Jesus and declared declared Christianity a white religion that black people should shun. A secular humanist is a philosophy, belief system, or life stance that embraces human reason, logic, secular ethics, and philosophical naturalism, while specifically rejecting religious dogma, supernaturalism, and superstition as the basis of morality and decision making. Hmm. I, I, I like the first part, but I don't have any. I, I've quickly learned that it's okay to take some of the logic from the religious people, too. Anyway, so no one's ever said happy Kwanzaa to me, ever. 
I don't even know anyone who celebrated Kwanzaa, but it said in the wiki thing that millions and millions across the globe celebrate it. I, I, how would I even know? The guys presented at Harvard. Of course. Full-blown criminal. He's making a comeback, too. That's, I think that's why he's in the news. Like, he sees, like, there's a demand for his, for his rhetoric is back. Invite him to the BSI event. Yeah. Mason Mitchell, I'm a big Kwanzaa guy. Isn't that a capital K? <laughs> it's, yeah. Look at uh, Don uh, Fondal. Let's all wish Sevi happy Kwanzaa. Um, Walter, he, Greg has one fantastic book. Here we go. Uh, does Greg have a, one or multiple scientists who he'd recommend studying to learn about or deciphering vaccine injury versus COVID injury? Oh, <laughs> I thought you would, the question was I, going I would else. start with the Dowd book and radiate out. Where is my Dowd book? Dowd I got mine a, over here if we need a, if we need the prop. Uh, D-O-W-D, Dowd. Follow him on Twitter. His shit is active. Uh, Walter, if, if in case you forget, that's the book that has all of the QR codes for all of his sources. So everything that he says in there, you can basically just point your phone at it, and it will take you to a... Uh, it has a link, and you can just point your phone at it and open the link on your phone to show you his uh, reference. It's pretty cool. Kwanzaa does sound like an airline. That's a, that's a great. It does sound like an airline. Matter of fact, if I didn't know better, I think it was. Oh, there it is. Cause unknown. Edward Dowd. The um, who was the what was the podcast you did in Sacramento? Um, a big strong guy, big popular podcast. Yeah, but Mark Bell. Mark Bell. Mark Bell. Um, uh. Are you? Do you still get regular um, hits from that? Um, people reaching out to you? I went and looked at it. It's got, it's got a shit ton of views. There were a lot of people that, that from the CrossFit community that saw it and hit me up kind of out of the blue. And, and it, it, it just like a big spike and then down, or people are still regularly popping yeah, you up. You know, more more before maybe, but it was a it was it was neat to see who came around. I was. Uh, Mark Bell has quite a few fans in the community. By the way, people were commenting on that um, uh, Monster Energy drink there. And I, I'll say it again since we're showing it on the screen. When Greg went up there, we had gotten up crazy early, probably like five in, in the morning. And we didn't get there till probably, I don't know, noon, right? By the time we dilly-dallied and made the two-and-a-half-hour drive there. So as Greg went up there, I asked Mark Bell, hey, do you have any caffeine for Greg? And he just set that there. So that's how that ended up there. And it was, and it's a great source of caffeine. And a game sponsor. And, yeah, and, a game sponsor. and that green stuff, I don't know what that green stuff is, but Mark gave that to Greg, and I accidentally drank one of those, and uh, it, it ruined my, my two-and-a-half-hour ride home with Greg. Yeah, I didn't like that shit either, whatever that was. What was that? It started with, do you remember the name of it? No. It was supposed to be a drug though, right? Like some a sedative or oh, something. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, it was supposed to. I think he said it was like 
heroin or Vicodin or something. So oh, uh, does anyone know what that stuff is? Oh, Was Kratom? It Kratom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kratom. Yeah. Look at everyone knows. Look at all these people. <laughs> everyone knows. They must, that, it must be associated with Mark. Is that right? I don't uh I don't know. He might yeah, he I think he's big on Kratom, it. yeah. Yeah. I know his brother his brother is too, yeah. Now that I think about it. His brother was telling me about it at his house. I think I OD'd on it. Yeah. It's supposed to be like Tylenol. Uh like Tylenol. Like Tylenol or like a like a it's supposed to be like pain reliever, maybe not like Tylenol specifically, but Oh no, it's called scrotum. No wonder I didn't like it. <laughs> I had a big old dose of scrotum. I chugged a big old dose of scrotum. Mind bullet. Yeah, that's what it is. And in and in and in his defense, he told me how much to drink, and I accidentally drank twice that amount, which was still half the amount I think that he said he takes. So you could do the math on that. So we got you running an ad here for him. Yeah, if you want to feel. Yeah, if you want to feel. Yeah. You want to know. Get your Kratom from Mark Powell. If you want to know what I felt driving from Sacramento to Santa Cruz with Greg, drink twice as much as you're supposed to of that. Oh, uh, Allison NYC. It helps with withdrawal symptoms. Oh, shit. You're supposed to use that shit withdrawal to Withdrawal from what, Allison? Hi, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. From her? Your, yeah, your girlfriend breaks up with you. You drink two bottles. Allison, when are you coming back up to Santa Cruz? Try overdosing on caffeine. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, are you are you watching the polls for the uh, Republicans? Maybe, maybe not. Why? What are you seeing? Because yesterday I saw that. Um, uh, you know, it was like whatever Trump has, he's in the lead. And then Nikki Haley had 30%. And then Vivek uh, Ramaswamy had 3%. And I'm just like, I'm not buying it. I, I just, I'm, I'm struggling to believe that anyone would pick her over him. She's so, she's so uh, Dick Cheney. She's so, uh, I don't know, maybe Dick Cheney's not the right guy. She's so George Bush. She's not. She's so old school, uh, Republican. Yeah, I would put her in that. Uh, who's the Secretary of Defense? Good looking guy. The um, Lloyd Austin? No, before before earlier. Oh, before Colin Bush. Powell? No. Oh, Rumsfeld? Yes, Donald. Um, there are guys. There are people that have effectively held some of the most sensitive positions you can hold in this country and there's super resources and that would include cheney rumsfeld nikki haley in my nikki, view nikki haley too huh she got yeah. optics on important shit yeah she was an outstanding ambassador to the un outstanding i think she has the best uh foreign affairs credentials of anyone running on either side let me ask you a, a personal question to judgment of me and you know me as a friend pretty well i saw her in one of the interviews say attack ramaswamy saying um 
he attacked me, he attacked the RNC chair, and he attacked, and it was one other woman. He goes, seems like this guy has something against women. And soon as I heard that, I just went straight to woke. You know what I mean? She's using, what's that called? It's not race politics, but it's, it's, it's the same, you know, identity politics. And I just immediately went to like, fuck you, get in the other party. Yeah, I'll be a Democrat. Like, I never yeah, even yeah. thought of you as a woman or a man. That's a liberal trick. Anything you don't like is misogyny. If there's a vagina even remotely involved in the story, and, you, so, and I don't like what you're saying, you're a misogynist. Yeah. I, I wonder if I throw the baby out with the bathwater sometimes when I just like immediately then at that point, I just discount her. I'm just like, I'm done with you. The primary candidates in Trump and uh, Mr. Biden are so unbelievably bad that everyone else running looks very good. Mm. Everyone. From RFK Jr. to Vivek to Nikki, everybody looks better than the two likely uh, uh, presidents of the United States, next president. Mm. Um, the, same, the same thing happened with RFK, too. As soon as I started hearing him talk about like affirmative action and race, I, I I was like, oh man, this guy's off the mark. He's yeah. he he he's basically you know he's he's doing the liberal game. He he's basically a racist in disguise. He thinks lesser of them. He believes in equity at the cost of equality, and so I struggle with him too. But I wonder if I have to choose my battles. I wonder if I'm just not at at that point. I'm just I'm, I'm discounting too many people just based on one or two things. You know what I mean? Like for some people, abortions are a deal breaker. The nature of politics become uh, powerfully clear and people and people become muddled and befuddled at the point of having to choose the lesser of two bad candidates. The lesser bad of two. Isn't that kind There's of an just... interesting thing? It's kind of like an inversion layer. You know what an inversion layer is where hot air trying to rise gets stuck with cold air up top trying to come down. Uh-huh. And it and it creates big pockets of pollution. Salt Lake City has it in the winter and LA used to in the summer bad. But uh, there's a kind of a political inversion layer in that you can conceivably have two candidates call them Mr. Red and Mrs. Blue. And um, it, it, there's a scenario where they have a very close to 50-50 of the electorate and support, and it's potentially the case that both of them are uh, highly regarded um, uh, by the people that support them. So the 50% that's for Mrs. Blue um, loves her to death, and that's your favorite candidate. You could imagine someone better, and the same for Mr. Red. But then there's also another scenario where you have two candidates running, also with about 50-50 of the vote. And there's not one of the supporters of Mr. Blue that likes Mr. Blue. It's actually that they hate Mrs. Red. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we're at. There's no Trump supporters. It's fuck Biden. That's the problem. And the same thing with, with the Biden supporters. And I don't think anyone really likes him. I don't know. I they, think more people like Trump than they do like Biden. But that could be. And I think more people hate Trump than hate Biden. But I think that there's a Trump love that's consistent with with that just blowing the whole fucking thing up that Roger Moore uh, 
predicted it before the election in 2016. Oh, oh, Michael, uh, Michael Moore. Yeah, Michael Moore. What'd I say? Uh, the James Bond, Roger Moore. I like it, though. Uh, yeah, Michael Moore, Michael Moore. Um, and I think that, the, that what was a surprise, but yet turned out to be true, so brilliantly predicted by Michael Moore in 2016, I think it's all more the case today. Hey. I think that the I think that the the middle class feels more disenfranchised now than they did when Trump was elected. They ought to. They are. Yeah. 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 They've got less of everything. We've ruined their schools, their neighborhoods, inflation, their stores, public safety, public safety, their their four hundred one ks. I mean, what what? What isn't wrong in the middle class world? How come you never hear um, uh, them say, oh, man, this is so hard. There's two great candidates. I'm going to have to pick. It, it, it's not like, oh, God, man, I just really love both of these guys. They're both just so good. It's always the lesser of two evils. It's not the the greater of the two greats. I've never heard anyone say that. Oh, man, boy, I'm going to pick the greater of the two greats. It's always the lesser of the two evils. I would, I would, I'm a, look, I've got a personal uh, deal with RFK Jr. I like the guy and a lot. You sat with um, him. He's reached out to me twice out of the blue um, and uh, was kind, intelligent, thoughtful uh, over the space of a decade on different issues. And uh, he's, uh, he's, he's capable of learning and he learns fast. I mean, look, look I, I was explaining the other day, I've got nothing in common with the guy except that I recognize that the grand hoax we all got drugged through. And that, that covers a lot of turf. The origins of the virus, the origins and the efficacy of the vaccine, the cost and lives of the vaccine, the destruction of our educational system. That's a lot. That covers a lot of turf. It does. I mean, I mean, at the point that they're going door to door, rounding up your kids for vaccination, you get a lot of a lot in common with uh, someone opposed to that. I wanted to show you a video of this guy that was supposed to come on yesterday, but his audio was so fucked that we had to reschedule. He's running for Congress in Orange County, David Pan. He's a former, uh, or he is a professor of German at uh, UC. Irvine, former Democrat, and now he's a Republican. But his take on public safety was crazy. He's basically saying that uh, basically what we're learning in schools, he was tying it to why college students like Hamas too, that basically we, we, we've in, – in college you're being taught that there's a class that should be able to break the law. God, I wish I could remember the way he worded it. I guess the Asians are swinging in large numbers from from uh, Democrats to Republicans. I fell through into a little rabbit hole yesterday. They went from like twenty six percent to thirty six percent in the last four years. Asians, Jews, and Hispanics. All three of them are are moving. That's what, I, that's what I'm seeing, and I and I understand it. I I don't 
I don't really need it explained to me. Uh, is this it or no? Let me see. Uh, are failing public schools and part of hard problem? Uh, no, no, this isn't it. This it, it's one on uh public safety. Wait, it, it Greg would love it. Oh, there is the link between DEI and support for Hamas. There it is. It, Left hand side. Click that one. Yep. There we go. Let's see. Here we've been wondering why it is that some college students have been supporting Hamas, even though Hamas has been responsible for raping, torturing, murdering civilians. The tragedy here is that the students are taking their cue from our diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, uh, which are based on the idea that certain groups uh, are deserving of special support simply based on their victim status, regardless of individual actions and achievements. So this is the same logic that leads to support for Hamas um, simply because of their victim status uh, and uh, regardless of the, the sort of heinous crimes that they've been committing. So you see that this diversity, equity, and inclusion framework has really been a kind of cancer on our educational system. They really need to be eliminated as soon as possible. So so I'm going to show you one more thing before. It's, you know, the, the DEI thing, it's just Marxism for <clears throat> dim-witted chicks. Oh, DEI's Marxism. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Marxism for dumb girls. Look, I showed this yesterday. This is it. And this is the same thing now in practice. The term he used there that I was looking for was victim status. So now all of a sudden, we're, people are allowed. It's like what happened to Rittenhouse or George Floyd. And here's AOC defending victim status. So here we go. Well, listen to this. This is crazy. Their child and they don't have money, you're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. You're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. So basically that's it. See the victim status. You're hungry. And so it's okay to run into the store and pull out yeah, a, whole, it, a whole thing of, uh, of clothes, whole rack of clothes. More importantly, that what she's saying is a lie. Right, right, right. But it's all piggybacking. That's what we're seeing everywhere. Victim Every status. thief will tell you they're stealing to eat. Right. So was Sam Bankman or whatever his name is. What's it? Bankman Freed? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, he stole billions, so he wouldn't go hungry. Hey, is he going to get let off? I saw something like 10 of his 13 charges are being dropped. I would assume Biden would just pardon him. He gave he gave enough. Kevin, thank you, thank you, buddy. Prosecutors had previously indicated their plans to drop the one count of conspiracy to make unlawful campaign contributions against Bankman Freed last month in a letter to the court. Oh, it was going to drag up too many, uh, <laughs> drag up too many uh, Democrats in the defense no prosecutors did not drop all charges against sam bankman yeah i never trust these facts checkers they'll be like doctors weren't given a sixty thousand dollar bonus for giving the injection and then you look it up and it's fifty nine thousand prosecutors had previously indicated their plans to drop the one count of conspiracy to make unlawful campaign contributions against banksman freed last month in a letter to the court the government had been informed that the Bahamas notified the United States earlier today that Bahamas did not intend to extradite the defendant on the campaign contributions account. Oh, oh, maybe that's why they're dropping it so that they can get him extradited. 
Like he's sitting in jail. Yeah, but in the United States or in um, the yeah. Bahamas? Oh, in the no, United in, States. In the US. Hey, didn't he get out and start doing some dumb shit so they put him he, back in? Yeah. Uh-huh. Boy, that's sloppy, huh? I just love that story from this perspective. I like that two prominent professors of of uh, economics and two prominent uh, 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 law professors, both of those law professors in areas of economic law and development. I like that these four elite university professors produced two of the biggest thieves to have ever walked the planet. That's kind of cool. You're re- referencing his parents. His parents and her parents. M- meaning his chi- he had a chick. Yeah. Economists and lawyers? Yeah. Yeah, MIT uh, Illuminati and, and Stanford Illuminati. And dad, dad was involved... Uh, more than it's just an advisor, you know. He was on the on the getting paid end of the, of the scam. What basically happened? He was taking money from people, and there was no product. He He's was uh, returns. He was living off of investors' uh, funds and spending lavishly. Bought his parents a thirty-four million dollar condo. With no intention of investing it or giving their money back, there wasn't there wasn't much hope of an outcome, a favorable outcome. It didn't look to me. But look, I'm a little biased. I, uh, I, every time the Bitcoin thing gets explained to me, I laugh again. Uh, Saying Bankman, an inevitability to the FTX thing. Saying Bankman is still alive because he still has crypto keys to BTC hidden. Interesting. Bitcoin. <clears throat> uh, Ken Walters, I just wish or pray one time people were trying to steal like that in front of me just once. I would have to ask for forgi- for for forgiveness. I would not do good things to that person. You mean like someone leaving a Best Buy like with big screen TV running out? Good for them. At least they tried it. Uh, Grace, uh, good morning, Coach Sevy, Mr. Beaver. Ma'am, I was thinking of you on Christmas Day, hon. I should have sent a note, but Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Grace. Uh, Deja Intendu, Sam used money that was being held on the exchange, customer deposits, to trade by Alameda, the trading desk that is also owned by the same folks. It's all true. Oh, look at this. Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, I wonder if he hung up. That was Andrew Hiller calling in on the phone. What's Andrew got to say? Let's see if he's here. Hello? Is the phone working? Oh, yeah. Hey, Andrew. Hey, wow. What a voice. Look at you. I can't believe how polite you are. Usually you just, uh, Andrew has access to the back end of the software. Greg, you've, you've uh, made uh, Andrew into a gentleman. Usually he just, just comes on the show, barges on the show. What's up, dude? Hey, how are you? I, I needed to remind people to use this freaking thing. The phone number. Well, thank you. Yeah, just roll. I can't believe it. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? Good, buddy. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, dude. Y- you too, man. 
Is it cool if I ask you a question? It's been kind hey, of, of tearing a hole through my. I, I'm super curious. Are what you, you a member paid in this. full? Are you a member paid in full, Andrew? Yeah, yeah I am actually. All right, all right. Go ahead then. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm on the $20 a month membership. All right, good. All right. All right, Greg. So on my wall in my garage, I have one of these. Well, well, hold on. Hold on. We lost you. For some reason, we lost you. Hold on. We lost you. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Hold on, Andrew. Hold on. Andrew, hold on. Hold on. Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. What's going on here? Half-ass show here. Hello? Hello? Okay, try again. On your wall, you have what? Sorry, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Try again. Oh, no. Hey, how are you? Good. Go ahead. Tell us about your wall. Yeah, tell us about your wall. All right, I got this wall. And on the wall is a poster with a quote from Greg on it. And the quote reads, the magic is in the movement, the art is in the programming, the science is in the explanation, and the fun is in the community. You remember that one, Greg? I do, indeed. So the question I have is, recently it seems as if there's been a lot of work put into the promotion of the community. And I'm kind of wondering if it's at all asked backwards, in your opinion, to be kind of skipping over the first three portions of that quote to go directly into promoting the community to drive people into the affiliates. Uh, before before um, uh, Greg answers that uh, so Greg, here's like CrossFit.com. I think this is just the main site, community-driven culture. And then when you go to F45, and they got the same thing. And then you go to Orange Theory, and they have the same thing. They're all they're selling their community facing forward as the main selling point. And I think Andrew's asking if that's missing the point. Is is that right, Andrew? I just wanted to. Well, because I don't because let me get this straight. I don't think that anyone's going to argue the importance of the community. But I think that what's getting lost is I don't believe that that is the correct reason people should be going into a anywhere really to, 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 to be part of something. I think they should be starting with themselves. Yeah. I, for a couple of things. First off, I've never seen anyone come to the gym that didn't come at the behest of a friend or a family member. Someone brings him in and it had nothing to do with the marketing campaign, advertising, uh, flyers under windshields, none of that shit. It was a, it was someone brought someone in. But more distressful to me is I always saw myself and my staff as maybe peripheral to the community. And the community was the 15,000 affiliates in their membership. And we served them. And I don't, I, it's, it's kind of funny to me, it's, it would be odd to hear a preacher speak about himself as the congregation as opposed to external to the congregation and he serves them and i i've been some of the some of the clips have been shown i think that the folks at hq think that they're at the heart of the crossfit community and boy is that a mistaken notion they they serve at the discretion and the pleasure in service to the community. They're not the fucking community. Not even close. The community is every one so of those are, are you, good men and women that walk the door every morning. 
and 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 we're we're servants. It's like the, it'd be like the Secret Service thinking they're running the country because they protect the president. Hmm. I was very if, to me I'm, I'm, to me it's I, I, that that struck me recently, and I mentioned it to Sevy. Is this true, Sevy? Weren't you and yes. I talking about this? Yes, yes, yes. Briefly, <clears throat> briefly. It, they they have a they have a crisis, and that is they need to they need to figure out, I would think, fairly quickly what their relevance to the community is. Ah, uh, okay, that if one struck. I understand. If you'd stop me if you'd stop me in the store and ask me, "Hey, coach, what do I get for my affiliation?" Well, I would. I did. The, I did the soul searching. I had to struggle. What is what is the relevancy of the of us the mothership to the to the community? What is the relevance? And it was that list of things that we could do that you couldn't do for yourself. And it's not clean your bathroom. It's not train. And it's not give you more push press information. But what we can do is 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 protect you from from uh, pernicious uh, uh, legislation. We can uh, litigate offensively and did to remarkable effect. And we can provide continuing education, bringing around the Zoe Harcombs and the Tim Noakes and David Diamonds and all those brilliant people that we call experts. And we can uh, substantiate your methodology, give give validation to your to your methodology. And on realizing that and delivering that message at Whistler, we did kind of a site redesign to stay true to that to that service. But now here's the here's the problem now. None of that's happening. None of it. The state of California is about to mow the whole fucking thing down with a with occupational licensure. And the guys at HQ are asleep at the switch. They don't give a fuck. I don't know that they're not the instigators of the effort. What happened at CrossFit oh, that's versus crazy. NSC? What happened at CrossFit versus NSCA that now we have occupational licensure happening? And I would have thought one of the agreements would be you'd never to sign up for any of that shit ever again. Would have been one of my requirements for the NSCA. But here we have it again. It's coming. It's going to pass. Jeff Kane, when on the on the settle of, of settling of, of CrossFit versus NSCA, he said that the uh, uh, CrossFit train would be illegal within five years. Like, holy cow! Good, good job on the numbers, there, bud. Oh, uh, let me just throw in one thing right here, um, uh, Fondal. I don't recall media promoting what Greg is saying. So, um, just to give you an example, um, Fond. The we did these things called um, that th we had, we had I don't even remember what they were called health summits but Greg would uh, and and they were and we had this group called the derelict doctors club and Greg created the CrossFit level uh, medical doctors level one we call it the CFMDL one and basically at all of these events that happened I don't know quarterly or Whoa. even more often he would have speakers come in and we would film the speakers and then yeah. we would put that stuff all over the website so we made tons of media but not only did we make tons of media the most popular piece of media on dot com the in, the, in the last 10 years is probably uh media that came from there and it was the Gary Fung uh Jason Fung Jason Fung, Jason Fung, um, I might Gary Fetke and Jason Fung mixed up. Uh, Jason Fung video has like six million views, and so there was a lot of media put out in regards eight to what. Million now. Look, it's, eight it's, million. It's, okay, yeah. There's a there's even a a stronger answer. Go to the website. Go back to December of 2018, 
and look what happens January 1st, 2019. And look at the difference in emphasis, in style, and the direction of, and focus of the content. And you could, you'd only have missed it by not being there. So I don't know, I don't know what you mean by promotion, um, that the media didn't promote it, but it was a sea change and it was overnight. You said January of 2019? Of, yeah, look at, yeah, look at January of 2019 and compare it to December of 2019. All right, you're talking my language. I'm, I'm on it. Uh, December of 2018, he meant. He meant just a month backwards, not a year. Okay, I gotcha. Think, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, correct. Thank you. December 2018 yeah. to January 2019, there was an enormous shift in the site. But you and get the, we, you get the is, point. What does the shift look like? Is, is it everything that we've just been talking about? Yes, that we we went did deep dives on the on the metabolics, uh, took on Framingham in excruciating detail. We had uh, uh, Taubes working for us regularly. We had uh, uh, some of that research staff from Nusi, uh, uh, um, or what's the kid's name? Clark Reed came on board. I mean, we were getting we were getting content from our experts on the regular, on the regular, and so uh, we we did a wonderful job of covering all of the battles in an extended piece that we had fought on behalf of the affiliates. Now, I know that as some of the games content got pushed to the background, um, there were a lot of people that never looked at the site again. But my commitment was not to the numbers, but to the 10 year affiliates, to the people that have actually found success with this thing. And that doesn't look like the, the, the games fanatics. Yeah. Um, what it looks like is someone who's unlocked the doors at 5 a.m. for a decade straight and has seen the realities of, of, the, of the impact of the stimulus. I wonder if that's the difference in one of the differences you could point out that the current leadership is more interested in getting new affiliates. I don't mean this is anything derogatory where you were really focused on um, ma ma not that you were against getting new affiliates, but you were really focused on maintaining the the. The people who'd been around for well, the tenure, it's actually the opposite that they just bumped the tenure affiliates by four grand a year. That's what that's, that's what I mean. Exactly but but, Greg, right. but Greg, exactly Greg's right. take was is like, hey, I would give people before I raise their affiliates to. Uh, tenure affiliates money i would consider maybe paying them to stay on basically yes. he valued them differently like like yes. the new regime is like hey let's grow this thing and greg was like hey let's invest in, in securing the base and and that might and that might be uh, a a good point before we go further i want to point this out real quick this because this is super important how um heidi Krum writes how is it a waste of time jeffrey there are literally people who have no friends or any other community what's wrong with coming into a group class for that there's not and the community is fucking amazing heidi there's nothing wrong that is not i don't want anyone to think that andrew is disparaging the community or anyone's disparaging the community andrew is just I'm pretty saying, sure i said that as well you did that um that is a great bonus for coming there for meeting boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, people that can help you with your business, um, people who will teach you all sorts of uh, making friends, people to help you move, building lifelong friends, all that such shit's a bonus. What Andrew is saying, and I agree with, is that's not what's going to draw people in. No, no one's, no one's like, man, I'm looking for a good community. Oh, CrossFit's one. People are like, hey, I want to get, I don't want to be fat, I want to be healthy, and my friend does it, and they look like this, and that's why I'm going there. 
there's it's the mechanism is this there's a friend that has asked of the new arrival asked of them to participate uh 15 or 20 times over months if not years and they're finally here it's always a story like that it's never hey i met this guy last week and he's coming to the gym with me it's not it's a guy you work with live with neighbor friend relative sometimes it's from need i want to help this guy i want to help my cousin i want to help my aunt i want to help my uncle i want to help my friend i want to help my neighbor and other times it's he's he's a great athlete he'd love this we did jujitsu together you know and then there was the odd uh i used to be able to to beat you bike riding now i can't since you started crossfit i'm gonna do it i got a lot of athletic clients that way but there was nothing that looked like promo advertisements flyers under windshield wipers at the mall uh groupon all that shit's been a fucking disaster now this by the way is the nature <laughs> is the nature of i think all uh, uh professional trades so when i'd ask my orthodontist client where do you get clients from it's like it's not the advertisement it's not billboards it's 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 family friends acquaintances of of my current patients and i would invite anyone with a professional practice um in the, in the services especially to draw a family tree of your client base and they all kind of look the same you're going to be able to you're going to find one or two people that in that family tree are responsible for a good chunk of what you got and in my particular case, it was Bruce Edwards, who later became our COO. And it wasn't that Bruce got a lot of people, it's that Bruce got a bunch of people, some of whom stuck around, each of whom brought in a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't even aware of the impact he had. But when I asked who brought you in, who did this, he just started building one of these trees. And it's, it's an interesting thing. And he was a world-class athlete who brought in other world-class athletes who brought in other world-class athletes who brought, I mean, I'll give another example. Troy, by the way, thank you for the membership. There was the general counsel for St. Jude hospital had been practicing uh, the martial arts for 20 years and couldn't take first place in a tournament. He goes to a tournament and some dude beats his ass. And he's like, dude, how did you beat my ass? I've been practicing for 20 years. He goes, dude, I do CrossFit. He's like, you gassed out and you're weak. This dude, after 20 years, I, I want to say it was Taekwondo, I can't remember, started CrossFit as a black belt. He was already a black belt and didn't lose like his next turn, uh, next uh, any tournaments for like for the next five years. And I remember him telling Greg and I this story in an affiliate. And uh, though th that, that's why he did CrossFit, because he saw someone else did it who improved what they were already doing. And there's a million stories like that. We Everyone who does CrossFit has a friend who's like, dude, my eighth grade son started CrossFit and now he's the starting quarterback. You, 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 everyone knows what it does. It supercharges whatever you're doing. And that's why. And so you tell that story about that lawyer. And it, it, so this is to answer your question, Don, I think we're splitting hairs on the community. What Andrew is saying is they're wasting money making three minute videos that talk about community where we tune out when they should be making 40 second videos about a lawyer who's uh, 20 years in Taekwondo and now can't lose a tournament because he started CrossFit. That's what's going to get people in. That's what they, I think. Is that what you're saying, Andrew? It's totally what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm actually reading the comments and everyone's kind of getting lost in the weeds saying how important the community is. And I go, all right, yeah. And you join the CrossFit gym because of the community. But oh. you're saying that as someone who's already been there. Yes. Yes. Stop. Stop thinking as somebody who's already been there. We're 
talking about that, how they spend, yeah, we're talking stuck. about where they're spending their dollars. Imagine people who haven't been there before, and that's what you're talking about, I think. Yeah, and so the way Greg was spending his dollars was he was he was the, he was spending it to try to, to let the affiliates know that your money is going to protecting you. So when licensure bills came up, he made sure he went over there and stomped on their face. And yeah, you have to you have to do stuff that's gonna that's going to support the affiliates. And what you're saying is community talk doesn't support the affiliates. Maybe it makes them feel good, but you're right. I, I, don't, I I spent millions in defense of the community that there isn't an MBA on earth that wouldn't have told me it was foolish that what I needed to do was put <laughs> that money in my back pocket. Do you know when in the in the in the first quarter, in the worst quarter of the COVID mess, um, we had to make some cuts because there was a significant uh, reduction in revenue flow. And during that period where we lost 90% of our revenue, we were able to, to sequester $16 million. When I sold the company, we had $16 million in the account. We've never had, we had never had, I've seen some discussion recently, some uh, memes. Um, we never had in, in my accountant, who was the CFO, the controller for uh, CrossFit Inc. after the sale for six months or a year. He says in 14 years, uh, I never had a, I never had a, uh, we're never in the red once, not one quarter, not one. And so the company, the company was thriving. Um, had there been shifts in the, in the demographics of the nature of the affiliates for a fact, for a fact, we had a, we had a period where I think we had too many affiliates especially foreign ones, especially ones that wouldn't return phone calls and hadn't made payments in several years. But uh, the, current, the current regime hasn't found a profitable quarter, not one, not in three and a half years. Oh. Not one. Now, maybe that's to be expected. Maybe they're investing so heavily in infrastructure DEI and that kind of thing, the 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 payoff will come down the road later. We'll see. Um, Daniel Garrity, I joined CrossFit because of Bring a Friend Day community and stayed because of the methodology. No, that's not your your uh, Daniel. Oh, I think you're missing the point. If if CrossFit was stick your thumb in your ass, you wouldn't have come if your friend invited you. You came because it was a fitness, it was a fitness and lifestyle program that you that you're like, hmm, I want to try this. And then you stayed because of the community and the methodology. You didn't go. You're, 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 I think you're missing the point. You didn't go there looking for friends. You went there to exercise. If it was like bake a cake day or how to use a vibrator day, you wouldn't have gone, dude. You went because it was it's world class fitness, and you saw that your friend was crazy fit, and you respected your friend's fitness abilities. You didn't go when because I of the first community. worked at, at Gold's Gym, I had I think it might have been Dan Connolly, someone big in the org point to someone in the gym and I'm like, what's with this guy? And he's like, dude, that's the mayor. And I'm with the mayor. And after that, it was early in my, in my fitness career. It was 30 some years ago, but I, I realized that every gym has a mayor and it's someone who's there for the community and not for the exercise. And yeah. we had, one, we had <laughs> yeah. one in Santa Cruz, a guy who would yeah. just sit on the rower and yeah. pull 50 Watts. And if we ran out of rowers, he'd give his up and then just stand there with his hands on his hip and stretch. 
but I, I love the guy. And if anyone needed a ride to the Toyota dealership, the mayor is going to take you, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was, it was, he was, it was nice having him around. And when he wasn't there, we'd miss him. Hey, what's up with the mayor, man? Someone give him a call, you know, make sure he's okay. He's there for the community. The mayor of my affiliate. <laughs> I had a mayor named Jack Burnside. 100% fit that description. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You need a mayor. I wouldn't, if you, if you young affiliates find out who your mayor is going to be and they, they might not really work out. They'll just stand there and be there. It's like the, it's like the den mother or the PA for the, or the RA for the dorm or something. It's pretty cool. It's a neat position. Um, there was a, there was a guy, uh, Eric Utley, by the way, thank you. Um, there was a guy at a gym that we did, that I did a, a video on and he weighed like 400 pounds and I filmed this whole video and I spent a few days with him and then I edited it down and we, we published this video. And after we published it, someone from the gym called me and I'm, they're like, Hey, remarkable story on so-and-so. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, thanks. And they're like, but just so you know, I'm like, what? They're like, he's been coming here 10 years. And when he came here, he weighed 350 <laughs> and now he weighs 400. I'm like, what's the deal? He's like, and he, exactly what you said, Greg, he goes, he just comes in here and sits on the rower three classes a day and just talks to people. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I just, Greg, what happened? The vaccine I caught up with my, you? My earbud fell out and disappeared. Oh, shit. I thought you had a fucking injection. You had myocarditis. You fucking went down for the count. We oh, had no. it uh, at uh, Christmas at uh, Aunt crying. Rosemary's. We had the honest discussion of who's vaxxed and not. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole shit ton of us weren't. When were you going to tell me this? This is a great story. Were you going to wait for cilantro's today? It's, Holy shit. Well, you got vaxxed, didn't you? And I'm like, fuck no. Like, oh, shit. I Someone thought you, thought you got vaxxed? They, we all were thinking each other got vaxxed. And kind of what? being quiet about it. I yeah. don't know. Were you, were you pleasantly surprised? See, there's uh, there's physicians in the family. Yeah. Several. And several uh, employees of these physicians. And they they had to. And so it created a little bit of family sensitivity. So sure. I've got I've got some medical professionals that got vaccinated and resent the hell out of it. I have some friends in the military who had to take it. Yeah, and so we're, hey, Malcolm Kendrick got the vaccine so he could go to France and ski. He'd rather he'd rather <laughs> die from COVID than not go to France and ski, but resents the hell out of it, thinks it's dangerous, and it wouldn't surprise him if it killed him. Damn. It's, it reminds me of taking steroids as a football player. Whoa, 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 whoa. How? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, is, it, is it good for your health? Um, that would be a hard thing to argue. Uh, is, it, is it good for your career? I think we could make the, the argument that it's indispensable. Does that apply to what you were just talking about in relation to the vaccine or no? Am I missing something there? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm. Well, like, it's indispensable if you want to keep working as a doctor, you had to take it. Right. But, but it. Okay. And, and you make a shitload yeah. of more money. Like Greg and I know people who bought homes and G wagons from giving uh, people injections. All of the physicians I've known that have stood up heroically heroically to the onslaught of mainstream bullshit. And I'll just give you the names. Gary Fetke in Tasmania in Australia, Tim Noakes in South Africa, and uh, Dr. Dahlquist in Sweden. Um, 
those those three individuals were, and I, I may be out of line here on Dahlquist, but I know Fetke and Noakes have been described to me by other physicians as being uh, quite wealthy. And, uh, and they were able to, to be such heroes because of their, because of their, their power, because of their strength. But Tim Noakes spent several million dollars defending his license and was proud to do so. And the costs to him were insignificant. You know, I offered to pitch in, CrossFit did, and he laughed at me and told me he had more money than CrossFit. But, uh, amen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, if I, if I had a choice of feeding my family or getting the vaccine, I would take the vaccine, but I would also coal mine if that's what I had to do to get my, to feed my family. Right. Right. Or be a cop in a shitty area where no one cared about me. I mean, the things people do to take care of their families are pretty, pretty amazing. And I think a lot of people got vaccinated just for that. Uh, uh, Greg Glassman. Oh, that's weird. You're in the comments too. I love Vibrator Day. That's my favorite. Uh, Wayne Short, uh, listen at 2150 of DC Rainmaker YouTube interview with Wahoo Fitness CEO. Any chance CrossFit is experiencing the same? Man, you got to tip for God, five can bucks. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, can you sum it up in a <laughs> sentence? <laughs> David Weed, why is this? Why is this such a big deal for y'all? Why is what such a big deal, and why isn't it a big deal for you? That's what I want to know. Uh, and, and what? Who's to say it's a big deal? Why can't it just be a deal? Um, Dan Guerrero, oh, listen. Let, I want to. I want to look. The upshot of this is, if your kids are in public school, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're getting stupider. Yes. Yes. It's a crisis. We're having an educational crisis with the children in this country. Uh, where also let's, the victim status has also come into play because certain kids aren't required to know how to read now based on their victim status or turn in homework based on their victim status. I think the two plus God, two equal five movement says it all. Racist. Uh. Dan Guerrero, you ever think that the word community is just for targeting the global gym peeps and not meant to be a priority over your fitness and health goals? Listen, all of that is said. All, I want to be very clear. I think when people hear it, they turn tune out, don't watch the piece, and it doesn't drive anyone into the gym. I'm only saying it from this from the sense of, uh, dear Dave, dear Nicole, dear Don. If you want to spend money, you're spend you're 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 basically burning your cash making community pieces like that. And that you should focus on, I, I, Greg's probably going to hate this, you would be better off showing Dan Bailey do grace and world record time, film that for $25 and put that on your website and you will draw more people into the gym than talking about the great community. That's going to draw more people into your gym. Show show right. a grandma doing, show my mom doing grace at world record time. That's going to draw more people. And you can make those videos for 25 bucks a pop. I found myself amongst my most trusted uh, advisors and let's let's just go the Sevy Brian Dave Nicole the whole the whole packia and it was it was regularly impressed upon me that none of you had for years on unlocked the doors in the morning and trained all day and that until you've done that you just don't know what the community is 
Greg was ran an affiliate every morning, 5 a.m., rode his bike during the rain, and he's saying that I've never opened the doors for an affiliate. So how the fuck could I know? Fair enough. It's a whole yeah, that's the community. And everyone else is an outsider serving, Mm. helping. You're you're one of the mater D's, you're a bellman, an usher. You're not the you're not the community, you're not the business. We weren't. And it's all those God, I remember the remember the guy that came up to me who owned five affiliates and was embarrassed to in we were in we were at the Royal Hawaiian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And the guy comes up and he goes, yes. I've never I, I, like we've not met. He's not been to anything I've done. And he sheepishly admitted to owning five affiliates, one of them which sat in a DC super hotel. Yes, yes, yes. And he's just flying under the radar. And I said, God, man. Dude, I love you. That's amazing. And life was good for him. Amazing. He was making bank. Killing it. That's the community. Yeah. That's the community. It's got nothing to do with what's going on in Boulder or in Santa Cruz. And I and every time I hear the community reference, I, it seems to me that those talking about it from HQ don't know what it is. Uh... They don't know what it is. A Bernie Gannon. I don't have a, there's not enough door unlockers in the crowd. Well, they put. Don't worry. That's they put good. together an affiliate council with Craig Howard, Jason Kalipa, and others. They they they're gonna have some deep insight now. Bernie Gannon. Oh, Jason Kalipa. I'm mesmerized by the way. Uh, by the way, I think Kalipa's here tomorrow morning. Bernie Gannon. I'm mesmerized by the way the Shattuckin wall <laughs> seamlessly merges with Greg's door. It's like Caleb and Coach are sitting next to each other. Yeah, that is quite the. Uh, they get their yeah, that's at the that's, same a, that's a neat trick, right? I should just be able to reach out purpose. and put a hand on his throat. Uh, I'd like to, Sean Lenderman, Greg, would you uh, be a prostitute to feed your pam- family? The thing is, Sean, is that profession is almost solely done by people who are addicted to drugs, who've prioritized drugs over shelter and food and their kids. Which is interesting that you choose that profession of all the professions. And if uh, that was the only way I could feed my family, I would, I would, I would, I would feed my family. It's hard uh, to imagine that being the case. I mean, I've generally been yes. resourceful. Um, uh, private equity. What do you mean? Yeah, that's why he got into training right after training. Right, right before he started CrossFit, he was thinking his next plan was to open a brothel. Uh, Wayne Short, private equity purchased company on debt. Bank called notes. Wahoo purchased back for pennies on the dollar. He's 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 a Wahoo Fitness explanation that I was yeah. trying to listen to it too, but it's too long of a story. I don't really understand what that private equity purchased the company on debt. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. I think bank. the bank owned the company, and then they found a private equity firm to buy it back from the company. And like try to run it again, basically. I don't know. Greg, two plus two plus uh, two plus two equals five. Is that a movement? It sure is, buddy. It's called it the state is, of yeah, Oregon. Indeed. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. The old two plus two equal four is a white man thing. It's racist. So we have two plus two equal five for blacks. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Can I throw some blood in the water real quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I got. I have been really wondering whether or not Greg thinks that CrossFit can cure loneliness, and I gotta ask it. <laughs> A lot riding on this question. Did I lose you? No, we're here. Yeah, you know what? Listen, okay, that was it. I just want. I just, listen, that was it. I just want to know if because. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. It, it's not something I would claim, but I don't, I don't think I could deny it, but I'm going to tell you, um, I've built community around everything I've ever done. Like I've got community around this broken science effort. And what is it that when you just, you know, you, 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 you pick something that looks like noble endeavor and then treat everyone well around it, mentor people. You know, I mean, the whole spirit of creating uniquely attractive opportunities for other people is 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 pretty egalitarian and uplifting. And I don't know. I, you know, what does the mayor of the gym get out of coming? Is is that person are they, are they are they addressing their loneliness, or maybe they maybe they know better than to not be around other people? You know, I ha I caught. Dr. Laura Schlesinger once, I'd only heard things about her, negative things. And one day while driving cross country, flipping through local radio, I heard her on, I didn't know who it was at first, but uh, Gal was calling and saying she was depressed. And uh, I was like, what are you doing? And she's I'm depressed. And she says, I understand how you feel, but what's going on? She says, what do you mean? What are you doing? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Where, where are you now? Turns out the scenario is unemployed, no friends, blinds are drawn, and she's on the couch, right? Moribund. And Dr. Laura tells her there's this nothing wrong. Everything's fine. You feel exactly the way you should. If I got rid of my friends and my job and sat on the couch and closed the blinds and did nothing, I would be depressed. You should be depressed. What you need to do is <laughs> lift the blinds, go outside, join the gym, find someone to talk to. And I was like, got it, I get it. I'm so behaviorally driven. But but is it is a campaign to end loneliness? If you if you if you're just lonely, come down to my gym and hang out. I wasn't really looking for that. I mean we were we're there we're there to transform lives physically and the community is a is a side benefit. It's something that quite frankly I would take for granted in that i just assume that's going to be there it's kind of like viagra Explain. where the byproduct of viagra was it it wasn't meant to give you an erection but it gives you an erection oh what was it originally <laughs> so now for? so now it's at a maybe caleb knows that i, I want to say maybe blood uh, pressure but i don't know yeah it was sure. like a blood pressure medication and then they found out that it gave you erections, and that's kind of what I heard with what Greg just said. Like, and then hey, the benefits are, are just trickle then, down to everyone <laughs> around you. I I'll accept that. Right, right. I'll accept that. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Greg. That that was that's been on my mind for some time. I think a lot of others too. The the the, the s s s sildenafil compound compound was originally developed by Pfizer for the treatment of high blood pressure, hypertension, and angina pectoris, chest pain due to heart disease. 
During the heart clinical trials, researchers discovered that the drug Viagra was more effective at inducing erections than treating angina. What a finding. You're welcome. <laughs> How's your heart? Heart as <laughs> a rock. No, your heart. <laughs> there was an interesting oh, thing in and the now should, wait, one quick thing. One quick thing. Uh, better at treating vagina over angina. Sean Lender. Good, good okay. one. Go ahead, Greg. CrossFit Journal. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal years ago about the, uh, uh, what is it, ED, erectile dysfunction drugs. And uh, they said they're not, they're not treating erectile dysfunction. That they're, uh, they're, they're a recreational drug. It's definitely a recreational drug. It's definitely a recreational drug, 100%. It's not, it's not about treating a pathological condition. No. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that condition, but every time I've taken it, it's it's led to recreation, and it's crazy. It's almost too much recreation. <laughs> it's like you buy the week pass to Disneyland, but I had my fill after the first day. I ain't going back. I'm good. Fucking that's another one of those drugs i wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole because i'm too afraid i would like it too much you break something you break something <laughs> fucking i think the 10-foot pole is exactly the point yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll absolutely uh break something i um dan guerrero and some other people and was saying that uh uh hiller's pessimistic I don't know. I think this is fun talk. I think it benefits HQ to talk about this. I think it's good if anyone there is hearing this. I don't think we're saying anything negative. I think it's like, hey, these are people who are in the game. These are you have Greg Glassman who's been in the CrossFit game longer than anyone. You have fucking Andrew Hiller who's uh, currently the fucking top dog in making media for CrossFit, and they're shooting the shit. And Andrew, they're exploring ideas of how the message should be presented. And I think it's incredibly valuable to. Um, if I'm at HQ, I take away from Greg like shit. How maybe we should um, focus more on? Hey, the can older I flip th that on its head real quick? Yeah, yeah. I don't feel it as negative at all. If, if, if we if we were fluffing them up for how good something was, nobody would say you're being overly positive. We're just, I mean, we would still just be talking about well, it. Well, no, well, I don't know. I, I, let me push back there, Andrew. We know we've seen people recently in the last month all of a, all of a sudden just take CrossFit's cock balls deep in their mouth. And, and we're like, what's oh. going on over there? Like, all well, of a sudden, again, they stopped all critical we're, we're, thinking. We're the and just people blowing. saying that, right? So, sorry, say that again. I, I don't see anybody in the comments sections oh, on any of their that? posts yeah. saying they're being positive. No, yeah. it's just us who are saying they're really yeah. positive. Yeah, if if the boat's sinking and we're like, man, this boat's gonna look great on the bottom of the ocean floor. It's like, what a cool reef this will make. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is gonna be awesome in a hundred years when people come look at this. Everyone else just wants to steer clear of that boat, and they're just like, "Yeah, cool." That, that, that's what everyone in the comment section would do if it was positive. They just don't look. Greg, um, uh, speaking of positive, um, what are your thoughts on on the level one as a whole? Absolutely love it. Must take for all human beings. Operating system for the human, you know, genome. Is it? Is it your crowning achievement in your life? You think that your L one course? Um, no it's impact on society. Yeah, it's, it's humanity. Uh, it's an important work. It's an important work. It was a uh, inspiration and pathway language. I'm using again for a new gig, but uh, 
we provided the inspiration and pathway for a, a lifelong learning experience, making as about a profound a difference in your community as you as you could make. Uh, listen, you look how infrequently I spoke use the word community. I mean, there's some quotes and it came up, but I was I was pretty busy doing. And uh, you you wear that, you know, you put that out too much, and, and it. I'm like you said, I get a little turned off. Um, but you know, like Maggie started buying things from the Honest Company. And as I go, you're going to get ripped off. Like no honest person starts <laughs> the honest company. You call it the honest company laughing to hide something, right? That's me. That's just how I am. That's just my, that's just my nature. Right, right. And, and then they I, did I, end up having poison in their products or something, right? Is that what ended yes, up happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, by the third time you tell me how honest you are, I'm like, I, I start to notice. But my suspicion is not that you're honest. And so my my worry about someone that talks about the community at length is that they actually don't give a fuck about it. Talks cheap. Um, you just uh, ra- you just raised affiliate fees fifty fucking percent. You know you can then sing a community song with that. Uh, That's pretty funny. Wolf. Janelle Winston, that's because you haven't said had a good thing to say about them for three years. Listen, that's not true at all. That is that is yeah, that ain't true. That's not true at all. I disagree with you. I've been I've been looking for signs for three years that the thing wasn't purchased for dismantling. And I've been unsuccessful. On a side note, uh, a bird just shit on the side door of extra sloppy's truck. I, I I'm sorry about that. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Should have used that dollar ninety nine to buy a bag of wet ones to keep in your car. Um, what does uh, that say? Even how did you read that? I think it's in. He actually corrected it to inside, but about oh, your shit oh. Oh. inside the door of my new truck. Gotcha. I just make up shit I want to see. Was Greg, that the window down or bird open or door open? <laughs> I could just see him just outside his truck smoking a cigarette, listening to the Sevon podcast, an old beat up truck, not a taxidermy deer, Greg. If a bunch of affiliate owners had effectively unionized to form a coalition under your ownership, what would you have done? Shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) That was the thing. Like, that's like your wife telling you she has a boyfriend. You know, I mean, it was like, yikes. Oh, my God. My hope was to never give them give them the need to do that. No, there's no, no, oh my God, thank God the, the employees all unionized. Uh, Frank, uh, CF Affiliate Collective would form a nonprofit run by a board of directors made up of door unlocked. Made up of door unlocked. I'll tell you, over my head. Hey, I, I think that, um, I think the CrossFit level one was the best two days most impactful two days concurrently that I spent in my entire life doing anything. And what I learned there, I take with me still every single day. And granted, I've been to fucking a hundred of them. I think it, the, the impact that it's had and the fact that it's still available out there for everyone in the world to take is massive. And it's an, 
it's an engineered product that took decades to develop. And then in the final development phase, saw continuous uh, modification over a period of another two or three years to arrive at the final version that finally kind of found a, a stasis, a, a, a static or a, a equilibrium in it, in a Ann Arbor, Michigan was the, when I finally came up with the format shift it, it, before Ann Arbor, I was trying to sh let you know as much of what I knew as I could in three days. And from Ann Arbor forward, the idea was to let you taste some success. Uh, instead of instead of throwing a, an enormous amount of material and hoping that, that as much of it could stick as possible, we shortened the offering with the expectation that all of it would stick. And it was it was it was vastly improved overnight. Oh, what year was that? And was that at Doug? Chapman's gym? It may have it may have been. And that was before my day. What year was that? I've never heard you tell this story before. What year was that? Do you uh, remember? I don't know. Ask Dave. It's when Dave threw up in the elevator in Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sorry. Um, hey, that could happen to anyone. So so at that point you were do you would do it was a Friday, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday seminar. Yeah. And, and you would give the whole thing. And, and do you remember exactly where He's you like, were? like, all right, everyone, you're all going to learn how to do a muscle-up now. You know, I mean, we did everything. We got the GHD and we, we everything. Everything was covered. And, and was there anything significant you cut out then that you think that you're disappointed you cut out? No. You really no, like no. what it was broken down to? The expectation was is that you found success with your own movement you've been intrigued you've locked yourself onto some details that are going to prove to be indispensable in the application with your training and so that it should be that now exposed to people you're reminded of your l1 three or four times a week for several years and i think it did exactly that um did you know um how how potent it was how so so here's the thing bsi is extremely potent and powerful the impact it's going to have we don't know yet did you know that though that the level one how impactful it was going to be just on just regular ding-dongs like me like i just walk in to film it and i'm like holy shit i can't believe what i'm hearing like i didn't no, even come I, there. I had no interest in learning that shit but i just happened to be in the room and i'm like what the fuck's happening I remember Almond Morales approached me at Gold's Gym and he's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You got to share this with me. And so I trained him and then trained him how to train. And six months later, he's one of the best. He's, he's still one of the best trainers I've ever known. And I saw that I could do that um, under my roof. Brendan Gilliam, another one, made a client into a really fucking good trainer. Really so not only, so at some point you realized not only did you have something that really made people into let their DNA express itself in the most profound way or healthiest way. You also realized, Oh, I could teach other people how to teach this without a doubt. Yeah. Without that's crazy. And which is the hardest part of any business is that, you know, it turns out that being a bricklayer, um, you, you, if you're the world's best bricklayer, we still don't know what your talents are to teach others to lay brick. 
And it may be that the best teacher of bricklaying is not the best bricklayer. And it's likely that the best bricklayer isn't that good at teaching bricklaying. And so there's a lot of discovery there. But the hardest part of growing anything is that replacing yourself with someone who um, may not have had your talents, skills, or knowledge and nurture them to the point where they're better than you were. Yeah. And then to step back, that's really hard to do. Really hard to do. I've watched people in the organization um, that went from role to role to role. And as the company grew, uh, more talented, skilled, and educated people took these positions. And it was kind of tough. It was kind of tough. It's hard when I was the bookkeeper. Now we have to have an accountant. And I paid the taxes on Mac and Tax. And now we have a tax firm in Miami, you know, filing taxes. <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was it was interesting it's a hard thing to grow something up and realize that that your useful contribution has been has been reduced and that just happens to some people as an organization grows uh breaking news holy shit caleb if you can find this this would be amazing. Kamala Harris is getting destroyed on Twitter over claiming Kwanzaa was a long family tradition in her family, even though she was in high school before it was introduced. God, I would pay her to come give the Venn diagram talk for me and my friends. You know the three circles? Yeah, yeah. She I don't. So what are the three circles? She, no, it's she it. actually thinks it's three circles. Uh oh, they're in overlapping. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, sending my warmest wishes to all who are celebrating the United States and around the world. May your days be filled with love and light. Holy shit! Wow. Uh, what a blatant lie. Kamala Harris never, never celebrated Kwanzaa once in her life. It didn't exist until exist when she was a kid you know what did exist her family profiting from the slave trade kamala is nothing but an opportunistic liar she's gotten rich from slaves and division she's jamaican and indian or pakistani how does that comport with kwanzaa liar damn diversity hires always disappoint man she is getting destroyed Maybe she was one of the ladies who was tied up in the basement and beaten with. Did, hey, one of the ladies testified that they were beaten with a toaster. They were hitting the head with a toaster. Jesus, <laughs> not funny, but it's funny for burning the toast. Artist. A Kwanzaa states in 1966 started in 1966. She was born in 64, so she very well could have celebrated. Someone's doing the math now. Oh man! So how do you celebrate Kwanzaa? Is there a Kwanzaa tree, or I don't know? Come down the chimney with gifts or any of that shit? Is there any? But the guy openly says it's 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 only it's only there to um. Oh, here we go. The holiday was invented in 1966 by communist anti-white professor, um, something Kwanzaa, a deranged felon who brutally tortured two women. Uh, Karenga created the holiday to counter Christmas and challenge the sanity of Jesus. Yeah, imagine creating something to counter Christmas. 
Hey, isn't that that's interesting too? By the way, going back to CrossFit, no one. Oh, he spent four years in prison for kidnapping and beating women with cords, searing them with irons while naked. Yeah, I heard he put a, a hot iron in a woman's mouth and seared something in her mouth. Hey, um, there is no there is no um counter to CrossFit. Is that the that's not the Kwanzaa celebration, is it? Well, you're putting hot irons <laughs> in women's mouths. Yeah, you beat oh, each geez. other with toasters. Hey. If he created it, he could. He'd have that right, I would think. Like, how can you do Kwanzaa wrong? He came up with it. Uh, when I come uh, up later today, let me hit you with the toaster, Sevy. See what you think. <laughs> you don't Be have a basement. It's, it's only safe in the basement. Um, it's interesting. CrossFit doesn't have a counter. There's no competition to CrossFit. There's no, hey, they did this wrong. There's no. What would what would that look like? Even, you know, like there's, um, I don't even know. I've always You're saying Kwanzaa is the. The anti-Christmas, the opposite of Christmas, there yeah, would be an it, opposite of CrossFit. Like, like Kwanzaa exists because if Christmas existed, like, like you, you, yeah. Uh, Marcus Philly program, uh, is counter. I don't know. He does. Sporty both, Beth is he? the opposite of CrossFit. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's, Sporty that, that's Beth. It. Yeah, Sporty Beth. I guess could be considered the the counter. She says just eat as much as you want. That's her thing. Right. Who's this? Sporty Beth. I don't even know if I have time to get you. Sporty Beth is a Sporty Beth is a YouTube character that CrossFit did a piece on about three years ago, and she has said how it basically saved her life. And if you fast forward three years, she's now saying eat whatever you want because eating in a certain way ruined my mental health. Yeah. Now so she is currently the anti-CrossFit individual, in my opinion. Yeah. The Eat sugar, eat refined carbohydrates. That's, that's her message. Yeah, can you can you see her, Greg? I could, yeah. She went from really fit to to now just eating whatever she wants, and she's kind of prophesizing prophesizing that message: eat whatever you want, be happy. Inspired by Lizzo. And she and she's correct. She's but she also says on there she's been diagnosed with seven mental illnesses and. She travels with this big bag of Valium. She's some something's wrong with her. Yeah, that's now I get the sporty part. <laughs> you know, you know your yeah. dog that's lost all its hair, and we try not to talk about it when he's in the room. You don't want to hurt Rip's feelings. It's like that. Yeah, She's like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, I've always said there's people you tell them it's like, look, it's a long, healthy life or chocolate cake, and okay, let me, let me. Let me weigh this. Let me think about it. Like, mm, man, that's tough. Chocolate cake or a long, healthy life. Tell you what, I'm going with the cake. I have a lot of respect for that. That you know, I don't want to try and talk you out of your cake. I kind of focused on the people that were eating the cake, thinking they were doing themselves some good. It's non-fat, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I had very little interest or patience for getting people fit or healthy that didn't want to be. And I had trainers in my program that kind of specialized in that. I know Eva T was can a little I, bit that way. Yeah, sir. Can, can I ask you what happens if they're trying to convince other people that their lifestyle is healthy? 
So let's say they're eating cake and they're trying to tell everybody else that cake is okay to eat because it is healthy. And you can have both fitness and refined carbohydrates. Yeah, I'd, I'd chase them off. Roger that. Can do. <laughs> You've been given a mission, Hillary <laughs> Chase. Mom. Hey, uh, this is a great comment, and I want to ask. According to Google, only 1.3% of Americans celebrate Kwanzaa. Hey, have no doubt there are more white liberals celebrating Kwanzaa than there are black people. This is this is the Democrats would love to give you have blacks uh, celebrate Kwanzaa. They love it. They want to insist that you celebrate all the fucking dumb shit. It, it, don't get it twisted. I it's probably even less than one point three percent of blacks celebrate Kwanzaa. It's probably what white college aged uh, kids celebrating Kwanzaa and enforcing that black people celebrate it. And if they don't, they're not black. Yeah, that's it's a it's a for sure. Oh, uh, more propaganda. Uh, Evelina Noriega. Thank you. Russell. Uh-oh. My dad just had a stroke. Although I couldn't convince him to try the CrossFit methodology, thanks to Greg, I will I will avoid the same result. Yeah, I'm sorry about your dad. Take your level one. Is there a Kwanzaa Barbie? Probably. All I've learned about Kwanzaa is that it's the anti-Christmas. I don't even know what Kwanzaa is. Just watch out for a toast. Don't get hit with the toaster. Maggie says All right, that, I learned that too. you have to throw a can in to the Barbie pile. And it looks like, I think her number is like one in 20. One of for every 20 Barbies, you need to throw one can in there just to reduce the, uh, uh, the uh, lesbian play that naturally comes about without a can. Oh, and you th you throw a Ken in there, and the little girls strip them strip them naked and humiliate them. Is the typical of the play. <laughs> <laughs> it's the craziest thing to just throw that in the mix and stand back and say nothing. Holy shit! There is a fucking Kwanzaa Barbie. Damn, that's a expensive. look how expensive it is. Dude, how much is it? Is it it's 150 bucks, bucks, but imagine, imagine. Wow, that's a month at CrossFit at most CrossFit gyms. This is fucking nuts. The stuff people spend their money on. I just can't believe. Like, like, did they do? They know the the history. Does Barbie? The, does the Barbie store know the history of fucking Kwanzaa? They're propagating toasters getting thrown at people. That it's the fucking beating and torturing of black women? Uh, Judy Lynn, 9999. Happy New Year, Coach. Thanks for your your time, perspective, and advice this past year on our favorite daily podcast. Thanks, Jody. Thanks, Jody. Man, you're awesome. Damn. Has anyone else tried to call in since I've been on the phone? No, everyone's too scared to call in. Mm. Does I it have one of the comments that, that get, I was hogging it, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure if you call in, it'll ding. So get with the programming. Shit. Get with the programming. Does Kwanzaa Barbie come with the toaster accessory? Uh, no, no, that's extra. Amazon suggested though, dude. There's other there's other <laughs> Kwanzaa Barbies too. It's crazy. Wow, what a scam. Oh, man.
Uh, CrossFit Barbie comes with peptides and IUD. <laughs> you can get a Barbie toaster what? for $4 as an accessory. Oh, you can? Yeah. Does it have a cord? You need a cord to swing it. Ooh. Mm. These are all cordless toasters, if you can believe that. Barbie toaster. Okay, I haven't even I heard of such. It's Bluetooth. Hey, dude, the Barbie toaster I see is $24. Oh, I'm looking on Etsy. Oh. I'm looking on Amazon. Where you said Amazon? Amazon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, what time? What, what? What? Are we doing lunch, Greg? You know, the kids have a, the skate coach is coming by and then we're leaving after that. Okay. So I think, I think departure time is about noon, but I would okay. like to get over to cilantro's today. Okay. I'll, I'd love to do that too. Maybe 4 PM or something. 3 yeah. PM. Okay. Sounds good. All right, brother. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you everyone. And happy new year to all of you. Caleb. Peace out, bud. Later, right. dude. Hey, See Greg. Thanks call for call me, me if you need a ride from the airport or anything like that. No, Andrew, it's good to hear your voice. And uh, plan a trip out uh, California ways. Let's hang out. Can do. I'll make it happen. All right, sir. All right. Bye, guys. Okay, bye, Greg. Greg Glassman. What do you think, Andrew? Did you get a good answer to your question? Uh, I think like most things from Greg, you gotta let, you gotta sit on it for a minute, maybe re-listen to it once or twice, and then we'll, we'll see. How, I think it was probably mostly what I wanted, and and also I think everyone else should do the same thing for everyone who would be throwing the whole like, you're being too negative crap at it, and go well, go listen to what he had to say about it, yeah, and then listen again and slowly work your way to what the truth is, right? Or not yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. Because if there's I one person who knows the fucking answer to the question, it's that dude, which is why I wanted to call. And he, and he has the answer to the question. There is an answer. Um, there has to be an answer. And there's sometimes it's there's not an opinion. There's questions sometimes that like you're asking a question that's not even like a real question. Like, um, let me see if I can think of it. Is Sporty example. Beth the anti CrossFit? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, and so so maybe you have to take it somewhere else. You have to be like, no, she's confused and she's uh, got some mental health issues. You know, it's like there's there's not a cut and dry uh, answer. I understand why the community thing is so confusing for people too. Why like so do I? Because the community is absolutely fantastic, but. It, and when I say community, let me define it. it, it, it it's like you look at a good, you look at a goodwill building, like, and you go donate clothes and everything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're doing such a good thing, but then they're profiting on all of your stuff. It's like, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, it seems good in nature. You're donating your old stuff, but they're also making their for-profit business. Yeah, which is cool too, because then people get jobs and they stay right. off the street. Right. Right. But if you're doing it just solely to donate your stuff, I know a lot of people who just bring their old crap there to get rid of it. Yeah which is different than people doing it to feel good about donating. Like, well, Oh, I guess it could be both. It could be both. Yeah. Hey, there's some, there was an, there was an, inc there was a, a comment in here by Audrey. And it uh -oh. says, it said seven, um, you and Brian <laughs> need to kiss and make up. Listen, there is absolutely nothing. Um, there's, there's, there's no, there's nothing. There's no, there's nothing to kiss up and make up about. There's no. Uh... Why do you say that? 
I mean, she, I don't know what she's referencing to. Um, oh, she misses him. Right. Being There's on an the emotional show. attachment. Yeah. yeah. Make up with Ryan. And there's hey, nothing to hey, make up though, means. guys. Like there's no, don't break my heart. There's nothing. There's no, I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't want to reveal anything that's like to make it a bigger deal than it is. But like, he didn't do anything to me. He didn't like, um, steal money from me or fuck my wife or um pee on the toilet seat in my house or and i didn't do anything like that to him there's no um uh there it's nothing like that um befriend part of the matt fraser trap i don't know what that is <laughs> uh Find Sevy, then invite him on and let's talk. I have no, I have no interest in, in, in inviting him on. So, uh, oh I mean, no, so he's in the John Woolley trap. What's that? Not the Matt Fraser trap. Oh, oh yeah, I invited Matt. <laughs> you, I, you, I, you, I beg, you I beg Matt to on, come on. But... I beg Matt to come on last month. <laughs> yeah. No, just um, I, our our relationship has just taken its course. It's like it's it's just not. A, it's the same reason why I don't have Andrew on right now and you're listening to him. I, I don't have anything against him or for him. I just didn't invite him on the show to be on the show today. It's not Yeah, like I had that. to bother everybody. Yeah. Brian could call in. That'd be sick. But I don't I, – I, and, yeah, and there's the parts of it that make me sad too. There's just the relationship took its course. It is, it's just where it is because of where it is. Um, there's no – there's no stop being a little bit bitty bitch. Stop being little little bitty bitch. Stop being little bitty. Who said bitch. that? Who said that? I don't know, but you can't call me a bitch if you use the word lil. Oh, David, hey, dude, said it. Every, you always refer to your podcast as your house, your home, and you invite people in. You want to make them feel like a guest, right? Yeah. Now, if everyone wants to say have them in and just hash things out, it's like. You don't have to have people in your house you don't want to have in your house. Well, there's just tons of people that like come on the show once or like I see people on the, yeah, I agree with you. There's people on the, the like I'll have someone, every show I have someone on, someone in the comments will like, you need to have them on as a regular. You need to have them on as a regular. Once yeah, like, if I you get had it, everyone on people. as a regular, there'd be a never ending train of people in your house. You'd never have time to chill. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's people who, yeah. And, and it's just like, I just, And there's details and nuances around relationships where you're like, okay, that one, that that's like, <clears throat> that one's taken its course. So. The I next question people are going to want to know is why. Why what? <laughs> why has it run its course? <clears throat> I don't know, because God made it. I don't know. God made it run its course. Kwanzaa. Is there a Santa Claus for Kwanzaa or no? We did an amazing. We didn't. We early on we did an amazing show together, and it just ran, uh, Brian and I like three years ago or whenever I started the podcast. Whenever he first started coming on, we did some fucking amazing shows together. <laughs> it was fun. I used to have so much fun. What's different? <clears throat> Our relationship changed. 
our relationship changed, how we vibe, how we work together, our just our relationship changed. And so because it changed, um, it's just stuff. Or maybe did you guys both change? You and he changed. I'm sure I you changed. Kind of grew apart. I'm sure I yeah. changed. I'm sure I changed. Jeffrey Birchfield, yes, and now he's doing his thing and you are too. Yeah. And I fully support his um channel. Like a hundred percent. Like I hope it fucking skyrockets through the roof. Um, the other day, when the rule book came out, all I did was watch his shit, and uh, yo, he got snippy. Uh, I watched his shit and just quoted it all, stole it all, gave him all the credit. Where do you get snippy? Heidi Krum, he wants In money. His show. Uh, oh, he wants more money. Yeah, well, this ain't the place to be for that. <laughs> We're only the most successful. Uh, uh, YouTube uh, Illuminati in the space and still we don't have fucking enough money for that. Just wait until the podcast takes off. Yeah, just wait. My little podcast is growing. <laughs> Can't wait for that little podcast to take off. Uh, was Brian a crutch for me for you early on as the podcast got going? Everyone is a crutch for me who's on whenever they're on here. So whenever Caleb's on here, he's a crutch. Everyone's always a crutch for me when they're on here. And I don't, I, and, and I like Caleb as a crutch. Um, what was great though, there were, there were things that I learned from having Brian on. Um, there were shows that he was absolutely fantastic on. Like if I had fucking amazing shit, I won't even do those shows anymore without him. Half the shows we did were his idea. You mean we're not going to cover disc golf anymore? Nope. Not, not covering disc golf anymore. Damn it. We probably won't. <laughs> we, Damn it. Yeah, and we won't do rankings. I think uh, John Young's overdoing rankings at um, Barbell Spin, and uh, Brian's doing it on his station, and CrossFit Games has their own. And, like, yeah, like, like I, I don't, I didn't, I'm just doing the shows that I think are fun. And if someone, if, yeah, so he, and I'm happy he's doing them over there. He just has to turn into a snowball. That's all. Yeah. Because you, you by all means, are a snowball that are sort of rolling down the mountain. And then when you have a show with the rankings, you get 10,000 views. I don't even know how many downloads, but I'm assuming a, cor a correlation, correlation between the views on YouTube and podcast downloads. Yeah, but Brian does a ranking show. It's always much two or three thousand. Yeah, it's only. He, he's got to fucking. He's got to keep doing it. He has to snowball. And then, then I, I, it's just uh, war of attrition. Is Brian going to keep his head in the game long enough to get ten thousand views on a show on his platform? That's up to him. He just didn't want to utilize your platform for himself. Right. Well, that's true. Ten thousand views on the Seven Podcast versus. Two to three on his own. Same show. Same exact show. I'm, Rankings. I'm very open to anyone doing whatever the fuck they want on my station as long as they don't get it canceled. I'm doing a good enough job <laughs> with that myself. So that's why you oh, shut oh, up and dude, scribble. Dude, I showed Alexis my video yeah. today. Oh. And she goes, I think this one's going to get you canceled. I go, no, no, it's not. Oh, is it a Sporty <laughs> Beth video? 
Yeah, it is. Is it published? Already? I showed it to her and she was watching it and she goes, You're getting canceled. That's not no, not yet. Oh, I can't wait to I said, see it. There's no what's the way. Premise, I, I go, what's the got, premise of it? <laughs> there's a video on CrossFit's YouTube station from three years ago. I brought it up with Greg on the show, which is pretty cool that he uh, chimed in on it. Uh, the, uh, she, she, CrossFit saved her life. There's a piece on it. And dude, you're the executive producer on that shit, which is wild. I know. <laughs> Did you mention that in your video? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> great and, uh, and, and then right next to it i put the little screenshot of the most toxic man in crossfit which she made about a year and a half later <laughs> great which which uh, which, which jason the on the crossfit station which agent jason neely from sin um makes money from super right. super so agent jason neely you. of famed yeah how about that neely your fucking your superstar client, Sporty Beth. I fucking propped her up through CrossFit, having producing a piece on her, and then she retaliates a year and a half later as the most toxic man in CrossFit. You know why he's toxic? Because I introduced I will take I introduced her to the CrossFit community. That was a mistake. A doodle bob. I received a CEO shirt for Christmas, best shirt ever. Hey, truly these shirts from Vindicate. Oh, is that dandruff on there? These shoots shirts truly oh, maybe it's because I've been pushing. Messing with my beard. These shirts are dope. These shirts are dope. These are nice shirts. I've worn this shirt fucking 300 times and it's still not fading. And I wash it like a mofo. I use triple wash, triple rinse. Just wasting well water. Um, you do a lot of laundry at your house. A lot. A lot. A lot. I've never seen anyone do more laundry. And I know Alexis does a fuckload of laundry. And when people are like, I have a laundry day, I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Every day is laundry. Dude, your your washing machine was going for seven days for you when I was yeah, there. Every day is blowjob day and laundry day. <laughs> Helping priorities. I don't think Brian is looking to create a podcast show. I think he wants to be a broadcaster and produce competitions. He should have stayed on the seven podcast then. Well, everyone should stay on the seven podcast i truly do think that that's, I say yeah this, that's where i was going with it too i say this with <laughs> peace and love i i i think that every time someone comes on here whether you hate me like me people like me or not i think your brand grows by 0.1 percent so come on here 10 times and your brand goes by 10 snowball one percent yeah i think it's just good and um snowball yeah uh, johnny shout out to blowjob a day <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a strong neck. Uh, protocol. Um, Sarah Buckman, uh, the Vindicate shirts are awesome at Vindicate.com. I have some CEO shirts and some Hiller shirts. They are my favorite. Oh shit. Oh shit. Beanies are live. Oh hell yeah. I need to get one of those. Hey, um Cold here. Travis. Oh shit. Let me see that yellow one. I like that one too. Wow. Holy shit. Why are those so cheap? <laughs> <laughs> How cheap? How cheap? 25 bucks. Oh. Excuse me. Man, hey, hey right do we got to get one of those. Is there an orange one we can get in um, uh, Tea Uh This one. Here you go. It's a different knit, but. Hey, that looks like the one that um uh what's the chick's name on Family Guy wears? 
Meg. Meg, yeah. That's dope. Uh, I just ordered my Lululemon hat for nine bucks. Enjoy. Oh, interesting. Nine bucks. You think? Oh, I, I like their stuff. You didn't get shit for nine bucks at Lululemon. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Andrew. Great contribution today. Hey, really? No one else tried to call in over me. No, you would have heard it. These fucking people. I know. <laughs> no matter who I have on, no one calls in. It's because people like in the comments right away are always just like, "Oh, you know what? No one did say about you. Um, they said um, no one said about you. Um, hang up. Usually, hang up. when someone calls, they say uh, hang up. no. I saw one. But I think it was saying, there's at least one. Yeah, it was yeah. there. <laughs> I, I was I was glancing at the comments the whole time, and and I was like, "All right, I called in," and I was genuine about the call in thing, but I also am aware that when people call in, there's a beep 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 beep. As I remember, there was one with Dave where everyone was trying to call in to talk to Dave. Which is the which is the peptide that helps you with your uh, Sarah saying that there's a dick peptide. Yeah, I actually think melanotan helps with that, but it also makes your skin change colors. Have you tried that? Melanotan? Oh, uh, melatonin. No, dude, you told me not to. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you're like, don't use that one. You're worried Are you about what melatonin? No, 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 no. That's the sleeping pill. Mel okay. Melanotan. But I also don't think it's on the website anymore. So there has to be another one. No, no, on. it's on there. I see it. So, but melanotan is supposed to increase libido and increase your the hardness of your erection. And it's uh, also supposed to make you darker. Probably more bangable than too. Uh, reduce sun sensitivity. People like, people oh, like tan people. yes. It increases sexual arousal, stimulates mel melanogenesis melanogenesis through the activation of melanocortin receptors resulting in increased libido and improved erectile function anyone want to try to fuck with my knowledge on shit anymore i'll fuck you up yeah <laughs> you need your dick hard oh look at here's one that's called thymosin alpha thymosin thymosin alpha Wow, it's an immune system booster. Yeah, I think Alexis is using that one right now. She's got a daily four shot she gives herself. You don't do it for? I do. Um. Oh, you okay? Uh, by the way, if you use code word Sevon, you get some sort of discount here. And code Hiller, you get some sort of discount as well. C I think it's free shipping. CA peptides. Alexis is on Thymosin Alpha, and she's on GHKCU, which I also used for my hair, and I think it worked pretty well. Oh, really? You took something that made your hair thicker? Yeah, Alexis took it too. Hey, when she had her hip surgery, she was taking GHKCU, and she said her hair started to grow like crazy. So I started to take it because my hair was thinning, and it seems like it's back to normal. Hey, dude, my hair is so fucking long, and I'm an old guy. I can't believe how fast my hair is going. And I just, when you're saying that, I wonder if it was from the two vats of CJC, CJC I took. My hair is so fucking long. 
Can you see? I don't know if you can see how long it is. It probably is. Yeah, it's a growth hormone, uh, like some sort of <laughs> pump on the your growth hormone. Oh, I just pulled a crazy long two foot gray hair out of my mouth. That's fucked. Uh, uh, there was someone in here. There was a great, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, dildo f takes, uh, my cocks a flopping, my cocks a flopping, uh, that he gets from CA peptides. He takes a uh, two milligrams a day. My cocks a flop. Is that the opposite of melanotan? My cocks flop. <laughs> uh, there's the one that makes it erect and the one that makes it a flopping. Um, don't take hormones and you won't have to worry about ED. Hiller is now fucked. We'll need to be on TRT for life and have weak boners. I'll tell you what, when I was off for 90 days, I had no issue. Yeah. So take that. Hey, um, I have a friend who has been on and off on some crazy shit. You know him too, Hiller. And he, and it's, he says it's never been an issue and he would tell the truth. This guy tells the truth, but. He does the say the second he hates, that my he penis he gets touched, it gets hard. It's wicked, and it's always been that way. Which is, it always blows my mind when people tell me they have issues with that. <clears throat> I have. A it was that way for the time I used no testosterone either. Yeah, you'll never, blows. you'll never, as long as you're healthy and you, you don't, you eat as good as anyone I've ever met in my life, and you'll never have issues. It's usually the people who are on drugs or alcohol. Those are the people I've seen who have issues with that. Cocaine and alcohol. Or they don't, they, they don't exercise. Hey, I remember when I first started taking, I know it explode. It might have something to do with the pre-workout I always take. You take twice. Maybe that's why I've never too. experienced it. Right. Incredible uh, blood flow. Sean Lenderman, I started taking creatine two weeks ago. Well, I have to stay on that for life. No. Seven has had the same bottle for about 10 years. Takes a little here, a little there. Of NO Explode, dude, I have like, because I got the subscription on Amazon and I got a 30-day supply. Now, like I have like four, my wife's going to kill me because I can't take that <laughs> shit as fast as it's coming. It's fucking nuts. I need about one 30-day supply for four months. <laughs> Use it that slowly. I, I I feel like I take it every day, but I guess I don't. I took it the other day and I got a cramp in my pec. It was so fucking powerful. <laughs> so you did that workout with the dips and then I told you the next day and you said you weren't sore. Dude, I was. And then I heard you talking on the show the next day and you said you were so sore. Hey, dude, I'm still sore. That was a week ago. I'm still sore. <laughs> I'm still a little yeah, sore. Yeah, mild case of rhabdo. Yeah. Hey, and I ran stairs for an hour two days ago and, and my I can barely move. I do have... Wow. Oh, this is weird. Wow, what? This is really weird. Was there a growth on your nipple or something? I can't see. Someone wrote, Rambler wrote, Sevon, you still have that creatine in that mason jar. And I'm pretty sure you'd have to be at my house to know that. <laughs> <laughs> And let's see still, what a question mark. It is still in that mason jar. That is crazy. I'm not sure I knew that even. 
I honestly would have guessed that that was still there. No, Greg doesn't. Greg, you knew that I had creatine in a mason jar. You said it. You said it like years ago. Okay. Honestly, just assumed that you. Oh, I showed it. it on the show. Okay. There you go. Okay, Black John Young. Okay. Young J. Um, <laughs> Young J. I don't mean to be a, a weirdo, but I'm pulling up. Hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to say something that I decided not to. Savon, you still have that pocket pussy under your pillow. I've never had a pocket pussy. Hey, dude, I want to know what you were pulling up now. There was a photo that uh, one of the listeners pulled up, and I can see it in my downloads, and I double-clicked it and made it big on my screen so I could stare at it for a second. It's a great photo. Meat and fruit. It's a great photo. All right. Um, I guess that's it. I'm going to go play with the kids. I'm going to go have a ribeye. You're going to have Avi do a workout? I am going to have Avi do a workout. Someone uh, contacted me and said, hey, will you have Avi do this workout and film it? And I said, sure, no problem. Easy. Easy day, yep. Go film it with my iPhone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.